Superman before Krypton exploded, but after Krypton airs on the Sci-Fi Channel, it's our podcast after Krypton. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. And I read that last week and did it as good as I could. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Pete. And we are going to be talking about the latest episode of Krypton, Zods and Monsters. Really using the Zod pun a lot, Krypton. I mean, listen, if you can call out a Brendan Fraser movie, you do it. Yeah, it's definitely the reference they're making here. Of course, we're talking about uh, Zods and Gonsters, famous (laughs) Brendan Fraser movie. Uh, now, before we get into it, uh, I did want to mention uh, we've gotten a couple of comments on our website on episodes about everything that's been going on in Krypton. Well, actually, let's do the recap, then we'll do the comments, then we'll get into the episode itself. If that's that cool. sounds fantastic. Sure. Because there's a lot of stuff going on on Krypton. The planet. Uh, the planet and the show. Specifically, Segel, the grandfather of Superman, has been running willy-nilly all over the place trying... Trying yeah. to stop He's busy. his son, General Zod, who has traveled through time back to take over Krypton. He changed time by taking Seg and Brainiac, throwing them into the Phantom Zone and creating a militaristic state. There's been a revolt against him that has been housed on the neighboring moon of Wegthor, uh, led by Jaxer, who has one eye, and Val-El, who is Seg-El's grandpa. Lots of grandpas going on in the show. Yeah, so he's uh, Superman's great-great-grandfather. Yes. Uh, and uh, we should also mention that Lightazad is, we thought, the mother of Zod, uh, General Zod. Lots of Zods on the show. Uh, Lightazad, uh, the mother of General Zod. Seg-El was the father. Uh, but Lightazad was killed. She was killed by Jaxer. Yeah. Her throat was slit in front of everybody on Krypton. And they amping, keep showing it. Amping up hostilities immeasurably against yeah. them. Uh, and uh, what else can we say about that? Jaxer was then dismissed from the right. rebellion by Val, who then took a hard stand because he is he blew up the space elevator. Right. Uh, terminal because he's yeah, like, he was Fuck like, this. hey, yeah, you're too a- harsh. And then he did something that was really harsh. Yeah. Well, no, they had planned on blowing up the space elevator anyway. Uh, so the space elevator connected Krypton and Wegthor. Yeah. Now, and actually- it's like a regular elevator, but through space. Now, actually, this is a good time to bring up uh, one of the comments. This is from Sue on our website. She says, Hey, guys, and I think she doesn't put in parentheses, but she uh, implies specifically Pete. Uh, Hey, guys, don't be so quick to make fun of the space elevator. Ooh, slow down. It's actually a real thing that scientists have been theorizing about. The concept of a tether connecting a planet to a space station or moon would save loads of energy for frequent trips back and forth because you wouldn't have to use the rocket propulsion every time, basically controlled explosions, and would also be a lot safer. And then she uh, gives a link if we're interested, to the Houston Chronicles article on space elevators. So there you go. Yes. So Finally. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Having an elevator in space, I feel like things would fly by, knock that thing off. It would, it would Here, last a week. By. Here's a crazy thing for you, Pete. You are not a rocket scientist. That's true. Ooh, That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Gotcha I mean, neither am I, for that matter. But uh, this is good information. Thank you for letting us know, Sue. We're still going to make fun of it, though. Uh, so uh, the space elevator got blown up. Uh, Zod was pretty pissed off about that. Um, meanwhile, there's also two other dudes that kind of matter, kind of don't matter. There's Adam Strange, who is a time traveler from our time, from Earth, who ostensibly came back in time to try to stop Brainiac from taking Kandor out of Krypton. 
He sort of failed miserably, but he's teamed up with the Rebels and specifically with Cam? Cam. Cam, who the is a former, former bartender, bartender yeah, now bartender. a rebel in his own right. They're basically like the two clowns of the show. They're like the Rosencrads. They're goofs. They're a bunch couple of goofs. A bunch of goofs. Uh, Seg also, other than Lyda, has another romantic interest in the form of Nissa Vex. Nissa Vex. Much more viable romantic interest because she's still alive. <laughs> right. Uh, Nissa Vex is the mother of Seg L's child through... Uh, printing, 3D printing. Yeah, basically, that's yeah. a fair way of saying it. Genetic printing. Um, they were betrothed to each other in the same right. way that Lida was betrothed to another character we're going to talk about in a second. Right. Um, they uh, just take some DNA and make a baby. So file. they made a baby named Corvex, or is that the baby's name? Well, because oh. I'll tell you what, that name is important, but there's another name that's even more. Whoa. We'll get to that in a second. A couple of other things you need to know about. Now, you teased Dev? Dem? Uh, Dev. Dev. And Jane Azad. And Jane Azad. Jane Azad is Lyda's mom. Uh, Dev is the former betrothed of Lyda. They're pretty bummed about her getting her throat slit, as one would be. Yeah. They're also masquerading as Sagittarii, even though they're kind of on their own rebellion at the current time. The other two characters you probably know about, one of them is Brainiac, who we mentioned earlier. Brainiac has survived the Phantom Zone and survived being killed by both Seg and Lobo earlier in the season, uh, and there's a little piece of him still left inside of Seg, uh, and I believe when we left the last episode, Seg was starting to feel the effects of that a little bit. He sort of made the devil's deal of, like, Brainiac was like, hey, man, take me into my spaceship, and I'll let you do whatever you want. And Seg was like, what should I do? And that's uh, where we left that. The other character you should probably know about is a little dude named Doomsday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Doomsday is the character from the comic books who killed Superman. Uh, He existed on Krypton generations ago. We knew that he was created or were told he was created by the House of El and the House of Zod. We find out a lot more about that this episode. Uh, But Doomsday has been kind of in the wind running around. Zod has been looking for him, uh, but we haven't heard any news about him since the very first or second episode of the season. And that's what you missed on Krypton. Uh, And and we forgot to mention that the last episode we saw General Zod with a... uh, Super Soaker. Oh, right. Going yes. after uh, I a thought Nerf save. Gun versus Super oh, really? Soaker, but it's a big honking the, gun. Yeah, the big metal tubings. The Codex gun. Yeah, yes. may, really made me think of Super Soaker. Now, the other comment that I'll read to you guys, uh, this is from James on the website. He says, and I don't know if you guys have seen the show, but he said, uh, did anyone note how the Seg Brainiac situation is a ripoff of the John Scorpio Harvey dynamic from Farscape? Uh, have either Ooh, of you guys watched Farscape? No. Okay, yeah, it is, now that he mentions it, very, very similar to that. Uh, but that said, I do think like having a parasitic entity whispering stuff to you is a classic trope of sci-fi and fantasy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it is very similar to Farscape just because the d- d- design of Scorpio on Farscape is very similar to the design of Brainiac on right. Krypton. But at the same time, I think it's just, it's uh, more coincidence. And was that James or... Couple of booth mans ago, James or different James? Uh, there are more than one James in oh, the world. I got excited. Mm, big spoiler. Yes, there you go. So, shall we jump into this episode, my friends? Let's talk Krypton. Oh, uh, yeah. This is we really should have called this podcast Crypto Chat. Oh, that's good. Uh, cryptocurrency. 
jumping out, Zod makes an announcement to all of Krypton talking about how his mom, Lyda, died, which I think it's weird how upfront he is about the time travel. Everybody knows about this. That's very odd. Yeah, yeah just, hey, by the way, time travel exists. And uh, A quick announcement from your leader. My mom, who's much younger than me, died. I am very old, but it's fine. <laughs> Na- make no questions uh, yeah. to me, your leader. But everybody accepts it. Everybody just rolls with it all episode yeah. long. That, has that been a thing up until this point? Because I feel like... No, I don't. Th- right. That's definitely the first. It struck me as odd when he said it. Right. Neil before odd. Uh, we see Doomsday. He's uh, over the course of his uh, Zod's little speech. Um, yeah. We see him light yeah, up Doomsday. Yeah, that kind of really undercut the whole last kind of like panel reveal, if you will, the last episode of like being like, holy crap, he's going after Doomsday by himself. But as you know, when you have a super soaker, you got those extra pumps really make a big difference. Yeah. And he figured that out he as DJ was charging at him. He's he like, threw some tried, extra pumps. In yeah, there. he threw some extra pumps and then it finally got zoomed. I do want to talk about the whole depiction of Doomsday in this episode in particular yeah. and get your guys' sense of it. But I don't know if we want to talk about that now or towards the end of the episode. Seems like now it's the time. No, let's jump into the Doomsday storyline. Sure. So, uh, Zod takes. Doomsday and is like basically controlling him and he spends the whole episode trying to dive into Doomsday's memories to seize control of him basically. Yeah, like he did right. with his daughter. Now, yeah. I don't know if you guys talked about this the last Mother. episode, but we talked about this two episodes ago that there's a lot of three-letter names with the middle letter of E on this show. Yeah. This episode we meet an ancient Kryptonian who I believe his name is uh, Dev or Dem. Oh, that's crazy. Or something like that. Uh, no, it was, it was it was like Dax or something. It was uh, you're oh, talking yeah. about no, it is. I think it's Dax. Whatever yeah. it is, it's very it's similar Dax. to every everybody else's names. Uh, and we Dax find out by diving into Doomsday's memories that Doomsday was a Kryptonian a, hundred, a thousand cycles ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a war between Kandor and Argo City, yeah. and so the House of El and the House of Zod joined together to kill him a bunch of times and bring him back. Um, stronger every single time. Yeah, it was a random guy, a random Kryptonian who like had a good relationship. Was like, hey, I want to fight for my people, and they just savaged him. And like, I know going back a thousand cycles, if you were interested in Superman's grandfather or great great grandfather, to go back to 150 more greats <laughs> to get to these characters <laughs> is stoked. even more fun. Well, so there's a couple of things about. We get to see this. We get to see him uh, try to reconnect with uh, his love towards the end of the episode after he's already been turned into Doomsday. Oh, it was heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. Uh, And then at the end, he is being controlled by Zod. That's kind of the whole storyline there. Now, there's a couple of things that I wanted to touch on. Uh, First of all, just in the fabric of the show, what we find out is that the House of L person is the more driven person. "Quote unquote bad one in this yes. situation." Yes, evil eyeshadow lady. Yes. yes, who wants to keep murdering even though it's yes clearly hurting. So there is that which I think is interesting in terms of the show. Uh, the thing that I'll mention from the comics perspective, this isn't exactly consistent with Doomsday's origin, but it's pretty close. Like like Doomsday, the way Doomsday was created, I don't know if he, he was, was created a, on Monday. No, that's Solomon. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't think he was an ancient Kryptonian, but he was something that was killed over and over and over again. And yeah. every time he was killed, when he was brought back, he would have an immunity to that thing. They became stronger. Yeah. So that is how they created Doomsday. This is a little bit of a riff on that origin, but uh, I, I like that part. Like, I liked bringing in that pretty intense comic book origin. But what did you guys think about the rest of it? I thought this sequence was great. It was good. I liked that they threw a little bit of a. Uh, Badness into the L uh, family line with this uh, woman who's so driven she doesn't care about the morals of murdering this person. We find out later that the war had already ended, it but ended. she's she still didn't, she didn't care at all. Man. No, she's face still getting all. this that dude. That was really fucked up. Yeah, um, and uh, the the when the woman the the wife comes back, like I thought it was great. It was a really well done sequence. It was. It was heartbreaking because Doomsday went back to the window, love, and she was like, no, you're scary now. And that's just very upsetting. He's got bones bones on the outside of his body. I felt conflicted just because one of the things that I've been enjoying the most about Krypton is when they really lean into the whole ridiculous Superman DC Comics mythology of it. And even though there have been riffs on it, for the most part, Doomsday is what his name implies. He's just an unstoppable monster who kills people with no brain whatsoever. He's just a murder machine, and that's it. So to see him given this humanity and backstory and have him nodding sadly at Zod at the end of the episode, having him stick his finger on the glass very lightly oh. to his uh, lady love, to me, I couldn't quite reconcile it with my picture of Doomsday in my head. You know, that's, but that's kind of like what I've been battling with with General Zod this whole time. Yeah, uh, yes, I think so. Uh, and oh. it's it's funny to be in that position and think, okay, this is good in terms of the show, but my comic book brain is stopping me from liking this. That's so yeah. interesting that you have such a connection to Doomsday. Like, I, why? I feel like Superman's death, though, in the comics was a big moment for you in a, as a comic book reader. No, I don't think so. No? No. The, I mean, the way we talked about it in the past, it felt like a bigger thing for you. I mean, I, I love it. Like, I love the way they did it. I love the way they laid it out. I always am very into events, like epic events like that. Um, I just Then I don't understand why you're so bothered by Doomsday, a character that we're never in the head of. Because what I liked about this is that they got us, they added some emotion to it rather than just being like a weapon. What I was upset about is the fact that this uh, woman... Uh, says she loves this guy, willing to break into a facility with a gun and threaten to shoot everybody, finally gets to see her man, and just because he's a little bony, she runs away screaming. It's a little upset. He's much taller. She quit yeah. like that. He's much taller. He's bald. And there's a Kryptonian expression. If you see the bone, go run home. Oh, yeah, man. that is a famous... It's usually written in Kryptonian, so you can't read it. Oh, that's <laughs> but that's actually... This is a big spoiler. That's what the S stands for. <laughs> Ass play, that ass played a big part it's in this not episode. An S. On my planet, it stands for if you see the bone, <laughs> bread on home. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I can't explain it. I can't explain like, yo, stop giving character depth to Doomsday. Yeah, that doesn't make. You're like Zod. You just want a simple Doomsday you can take advantage of. Yeah, you're a problem. No, Sorry. dude, Sorry, it, you you like a character you like where they're at and and you're used to it and then they change it up for a shitty TV show and now you got to question everything you know about <laughs> don't something. don't you turn my words against this yeah, podcast exactly. you don't need your issues <laughs> come on uh, so that's the Doomsday sequence, and then there's a bunch of stuff that's happening on Krypton and Wegthor. The Wegthor <laughs> stuff, I feel like, I, I don't even know. 
Yeah, you're talking about the Adam Strange chem stuff. Yeah. This was the, the sidest of side plots of <laughs> any episode I've ever seen. <laughs> Where, like, uh, Val, who's leading the Rebels now, is like, Who Kem. used to be a hologram. Uh, he didn't used to be a hologram, and we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, yeah. He's like... Because um, he goes back to his roots in this one. That's a different <laughs> person. We can't talk to you right bitch. now. Uh, just uh, five minute. You need a uh, timeout. Oh, timeout, man. Pete. Uh Cam, uh, Cam Adam Stranger in the Rebellion, and Val's like, um, I think Cam should lead this mission, like being super catty. Yeah. And Adam Stranger's like, I'm a superhero from another planet. Yeah. And they're Adam like, Strange you're like, annoying. But I want to lead. Yeah. So it's a weird thing that happens three times in the episode. Um, and Cam ends up like saving them. Uh, yeah. Adam Strange. I think it was the people who were inside the mountain who were yep. Sagittarii. Yep. Uh, and I guess they turned them into rebels because they were left there. Is yes. That, is that what yeah, happened? I think that's there accurate. And, uh, and uh, the bartender's like, guys, just give up all of your food. I, I looked at this as like, this is a strategic move on the part of the writers, right? We're heading towards a big battle between the rebels and Zod's forces. We know most of the rebels have been wiped out in previous episodes. So this is a way of being like, okay, there are enough rebel soldiers to actually yeah. fight Zod. You don't have the Dothraki problem. Right, uh, exactly. The, finale, uh, season, the final season of Game of Thrones. Right. You know um, what we're talking about, right? Yeah, 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 you get it, Pete. That shitty TV show everybody loves. Oh You're God. insane. Uh I did think, what did you think about the reference to Seabiscuit that yeah, Strange made? He loves to do this. He loves to drop these weird fucking references and just be like, huh? I'm fucking hilarious. But here's the thing Seabiscuit is an old, dusty hack reference in our modern day world. But Adam Strange is on Krypton in the past. So, so it's actually he, a very fresh <laughs> joke. Well, no, so because. I think the Seabiscuit reference was very funny. Yeah. What? Very ahead of its time. I think. Adam Strange should pull out some stuff about airline peanuts. Exactly, because that, that's not even a thing. I yeah. wish he would get People on. Would like, I love it. For first, he, made, he did Space Force last episode, then Seabiscuit this episode. What era are you in, man? Pick a fucking lane. He's going to be like, hey, Cam, are you the master of your domain? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Cam, yada, 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 you're in charge. Um, How did that happen? Val, real quick, quickly, th these pretzels are making me thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I think he's it's shrinkage. He's making all the right choices. <laughs> That's <laughs> awful. Uh, the other sort of the other sort of main storyline, which uh, was also I thought very good, um, uh, Nissa and Seg and Val. So Nissa and Brainiac. Uh, Nissa You're and Seg. About, uh, Val, the guy who used to be a hologram. Uh, no, he is a hologram. Right. Val, just to explain, because Pete's being obstinate here, and you know what's going on at this point, and yeah, I can just, see it in your eyes. You're being a real dick. Yeah, real and dick. And I think here. you sort of like this episode, so nope. stop being a dick. No yeah. way, man. You're you smiling did. and you're happy, and uh, I can see it. I can see the happiness on your face. You love Krypton. I know. No you way. Love this guy, <laughs> no what? way. This, this guy show loves is ridiculous. Krypton. This guy loves Krypton. Is that Krypton. a green shirt you're wearing? Like a Krypton, Krypton green shirt? Ooh. That's interesting. Pete of the house L. <laughs> oh, L well, for love, Krypton. A Pete oh. LePage or Pete L? L Page. Oh, oh the bad. house L. Right, get to your shitty point so I can take sure. it apart. Sure. So, <laughs> no, you're not going to take it apart. Oh, yeah? Watch my hobbies. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Stop <laughs> saying that. That's not a thing. You said that on multiple podcasts we've done lately. It doesn't make sense. No one talks like that. Why are you talking like that? I can talk whatever I want. It man. makes it sounds think- like saying, "Watch what happens." It sounds like you're you had a stroke. In the that's middle what of I was just going to say. And that's weird because if we think it, then he probably did. Yeah, probably. We're getting. Or a- what if I planted that into your heads? What um, does that mean? What are you talking? about? Well, you gave us the idea that you were having a stroke. No. Anyway, so Val was trapped to the Phantom Zone. While he was trapped to the Phantom Zone, a, a version of his brain was no, loaded seg. into a... Seg? Val. Oh, Val. Oh, Val. Yeah, yeah. Val. I see. I see. Yeah, I see. This, is what, this is the you asshole are, You're point. literally explaining all the way back. Yes. Uh, Val uh, was trapped to the Phantom Zone. While he was trapped to the Phantom Zone, a uh, copy of his brain was loaded into the computer in the Fortress of Solitude, uh, which was a set last season. We haven't really revisited that until nope. this episode this season. Uh, and then Val was rescued by, from the Phantom Zone at the end of last season. That is the Val who is on Wegthor. Meanwhile, the copy of Val's brain still exists in the computer in the Fortress of Solitude. I swear to God, whatever you're about to say, Pete, don't say it. That's the valid. All I'm saying was he was a goddamn 3D hologram in the beginning of the show and now goes back to the being the goddamn 3D hologram. So fuck you. Both Once of them again. exist at the same time. Explain that. And what is a 3D hologram but a real person? Think about it. No. Oh, uh, Nissa and Seg and uh, their little babe, they're flying around. Everything's yeah, fine. They're just casually hanging out with Brainiac. No, no they're no. not. No, 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 they're not casually at all. Yes, Seg? they are being very casual. No. Seg's trying to play it cool, uh, if that's what you mean by casual, but no. he then Brainiac, for the first time in a, since he had Brainiac removed back on Space Wolverine's planet. Um, Lobo, asshole, we talked about this. It makes no sense for you to call him Space Wolverine. Interesting. You can't understand the hologram character, and I can't understand the Space Wolverine <laughs> character. <laughs> I guess we truly are two sides of the ca- same coin. Came sword. Came sword. <laughs> Uh, That's going to be my thing. You're going to say, watch what happens, and I'm going to say <laughs> two sides of this came song. Yeah, let's definitely not make sense. <laughs> uh, on a podcast full of very sensible ideas. Yeah, this, this show is so great. Seg has been fighting Brainiac, and this is the first time when he's taken control when they're flying in their uh, spaceship and tries to crash them. They go to the Fortress of it Solitude. It just bothers me that they think that they're Blaine, Brainiac, this... Very huge evil villain. They can just casually outsmart. And oh, by the way, but let's re- hold on. They've already beaten him several times, or thought they beat him several times. They sucked him into the Phantom Zone. Granted, he tricked them into getting out of the Phantom Zone. Yep. Then he, he did, thought yeah. that he got him out of his body, and then he didn't. So there was just a tiny piece. Yes. So it doesn't matter. It's still Brainiac. Regardless, they very quickly realize, oop, this is a problem, and they get Seg over to the Fortress of Solitude, and they set it up so that they can do an operation to get yeah, Brainiac. Yeah, hey, Nessa, by the way, we just need you to do a, a whole operation. And she does it. I mean, one of the... It's great. I love surgery action like Pete oh, does. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's so good. I like the Nissa-Seg relationship a lot. Love it. They're... Frankly, like I liked Lida. I thought she was good on the show, but of the relationships, I'm way more into Nissa and Seg. Me too. Great. Yeah. They have good chemistry. I love them. Great. Awesome. Let's move on and talk about the fact that, hey, by the way, Brainiac is taking over my body. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, we'll just kind of t- talk about our plants, have this baby hanging out. No big fucking deal. None of that is accurate to what actually happens at the show oh, yeah. because they're pretty freaked out. Seg thinks he's going to die. 
And yeah. it's like, well, just... Uh, yeah, so they monologue for a fucking... Val, the hologram's being fun because he's a fun hologram. Yeah, hey, now. hey there's a, we pulled the piece of Brainiac out of you. We're just going to casually keep it here, and then we're just going to talk about our plans for a while and hope nothing goes wrong. And oh, we're not going to keep an eye on fucking Brainiac. Hold on, before you get to there, the important thing that happens is they rename Corvax. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the, I like. Well, yeah, I, have I think a, it's appropriate time to take time to name a fucking baby because they think when they've gotten got rid of supervillain. They just think chilling. they've gotten they rid think of. They think they got rid of him. They think they thought they yeah. won. They think it's a tiny little piece of Brainiac that they've gotten rid of that they're done with, and so they take time to make future plans. I think that makes sense. That's no, what I do. It doesn't make sense. And I've like much like these characters, I've renamed my children several times, <laughs> <laughs> and there's no harm in Does that. music play when you name your kid? Dramatic music. Okay, great. So what happens is his name is Corvax, right? And she's Nissavax. Nissa says, listen, if we're going to start a life together, I don't want my baby to have the Vex name because Vex is the name of her father, who was an evil asshole who almost destroyed all of Krypton. Uh, so let's give him your last name. And he's like, great. What if instead of it was Cor-El, what if we also give him a different first name? And Val's like, what about this name of your ancestor? And then they reveal, and they say, his name is Jor-El. And then the... Su- dun, 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 dun. This, is, dun, this is the part. Dun, dun. This is the part where I've said this multiple times on the podcast. I am a complete sucker for this. That's like, what I'm saying. That's why you're talking about Doomsday. Of course you're in on this. Yeah. You're a believer in the Superman comic book world. I, I can't Don't filter it. Don't fight it. No, I can't filter it at all. Like, yeah. I knew it. Like, the second they were like, let's change his name. I was like, just say Jor-El. Me too. Just say Jor-El. Jesus Christ, just say Jor-El. Just say Jor-El. They melted. They were like, it's, uh, you know, he's yeah. a nice guy, but he's go smart. Oscar or David. Yeah. Ooh, well, you're going to fucking say, say it. Three-letter name with an E in the middle. That would be real good. In Bob L. <laughs> so I knew they were going to get to it, but as soon as he says Jor-El and the super bad music goes out, I was like, goose flesh all over my body because yeah. I was stupid Goose flesh. I goose flesh. I was hoping for Wee Bell because they wow bell <laughs> and they don't fall down. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so that moment was great. I like that they got there. I didn't see that coming. I didn't know that Corvax was eventually going to turn out to be Jorvel. I think, as Superman fans, it's the moment we've all been waiting for when Superman's father is named. <laughs> yeah. It's we as uh, real action comic book fans no. are like... Did you guys talk about this in the last episode? The fact that, like, I still don't understand how time travel works on this show, given that they killed Lightazod, so General Zod should disappear, right? Yeah. I have a theory on that. Ooh, what's your theory? My theory is General Zod is not the son of uh, Lyda. Well, that would be the only thing that Sega. makes sense, because otherwise he should blip out. Right. Well, it could fade. be explained by the way time travel works in this show. But I do think... I think that may be a reveal they were going to get because okay. if I thought Lyda was not was going to come back, I thought there was going to be something. And it feels like maybe after this episode, maybe not. I, I got a weird kind of... They keep showing her getting her throat cut open. I doubt she's coming back. I mean, they could reset time. Like, that's certainly a thing could happen. Yeah. But oh. if, if Drew Zod, General Zod is just, like, got some L blood. Like, he had some of Superman's blood in his hand, and that's where he was able to confirm it uh, back in season one. Yeah. Maybe he could get around it that way. I'll throw something out at you. What if uh, Jaina and Dev That's are what I was parents? thinking. That's what I was thinking. Right? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It would explain why they're part of this season, because yes. they seem very sidelined to everything. And I think that... Uh, 
that would pay off there. It's a little weird because the there are she's much older than him. It's yeah. a, there is a generation apart. That she's a cougar. Yep, that's definitely on the show. They say that a lot. Yeah, that's a real Adam Strange reference. Yeah, whoa, uh, total cougar town going yeah. on here. Cam's <laughs> like, oh, cool, man. Definitely keep explaining your references. Uh, so, I don't know. Anyway, I, I only bring that up right now because it felt like at the same time where they're like, General Zod has uh, taken over Krypton. Brainiac's off doing totally different things than history. Light of Zod is dead. Let's bring it back to this point in history where Jor-El gets named and we find out who Jor-El is. So it's a weird push and pull of heading towards the destiny of Superman and vastly going far away from the destiny of Superman. But I think what we're going to find out is that it's all been heading toward. I think we've thought that this show is playing playing fast and loose with the uh, time travel rules, and I think maybe what they're going to reveal to us is like, no, um, this is all one timeline, and it all makes sense. It all washes in the end. That'd be cool. I'm yeah. into that. So at the end of the episode, uh, after Jor-El gets named, Brainiac reveals that he's been inside Val. Makes a lot of sense. If you're a computer dude, you go inside of a computer. Yep. Uh, and he takes it over and calls his ship, puts his ship over Kandor, and reveals to Seg and Nyssa that he's no longer into Kandor or Krypton. What he's very interested in is the bloodline of L, and he steals their baby. Yeah, because they've been standing around fucking talking about how important their baby is Crazy in front thing. of the evil villain the whole fucking time. And yeah. he shouts in his brainiac voice, he says, get in my belly, I'm going to eat your baby. Yeah, right. just casually hanging out with a supervillain, not thinking anything's wrong. Peace. Got to get that baby back. <laughs> baby back, baby back ribs. It's it's very upsetting to see Nessa go back. She fought so Pete, hard to get her making baby. making Austin Powers references. This is right in your wheelhouse, and you're not picking no, it up. No, I pointed at Pete because we did that last episode. Oh, so. you did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's just upsetting that Nessa has to go back to... Not having her baby again after she fought so hard to get your baby, she got her baby. I'll but tell that's you what, what being a parent is: when you love something, you have to set it free. The, wow. The most ridiculous line of the episode, I will say, is at the end of the episode after the baby's been stolen and Brainiac disappears. Nissa is lying down and screaming, and she's like, "You said this wouldn't happen." Yeah, yeah. which is like, he did. I, I mean, he said, "I'll protect your baby," but. He wasn't like, hey, Brainiac isn't going to come out of my neck, take over my grandpa's hologram, take over the entire city, and steal our baby. Like, yeah. that, that's not his fault. Yeah, no, but he did 100%. promise nothing would happen to her baby. Sure. You can't blame him. This is not his fault. Yeah. He's blameless. It is his fault. No. He's a dumbass monologuing, sharing a brain with fucking Brainiac, who's a supervillain, and he's a casual douchebag. Who are you going to share your brain with? Stomach? Stomach? Wow, I don't know. He's a casual douchebag? Yeah, he's a casual douchebag. Before we end this episode, is it my turn? I have one. You have one. We always end with some Superman trivia. These are super hard, so get your trivia hats on. Get ready. Uh, We're sort of like Will Shorts. Uh, We're like a three-headed Will Shorts. I hate to break it to you, but we actually got it right last time, and I know how much you hate that. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. All right, well, throw it out there. Um, So Brainiac... As you yes. know, in the show, is uh, he's the villain. He's very prominent. If you remember what we said a couple seconds ago, he's a prominent villain in this series. Yeah. Right. Um, Not like stomach yak. Yeah, that's right, which you keep saying um, a lot. So well. Uh, so well spoken. Thank you. So Brainiac, the name, is actually the combination of two words. Can you name those two words? 
Well, I think I'm uh, stuck in Stumptown right now. So, Stumptown coffee. I, I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, uh-huh. This is this is actually something I had for uh, breakfast. I had some raisin bran, uh-huh. and so I'm thinking he's great, a con- great cereal. Thank you. I love cereal. Uh, Me too. I love cereal. I eat it every day. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew it. And don't take Fucking liar. I, rock podcast. Uh, I uh, think uh, it's a combination of bran. Bran? It's and, good. And um, uh, explainiac, which is like an explainiac, like somebody who explains stuff a lot. Oh, yeah. An explainiac. Yeah, uh, I, I was thinking animaniacs. Ooh, that's oh, a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, animaniacs. So it's like uh, both. Those are both. It is a Warner Brothers show, so Brainiac might live in the Warner Brothers tower. Yeah, and he does run around the Warner movie lot until uh, Seg catches him. That's true. I can't wait to meet his siblings. Um, those are both great, well reasoned uh, guesses, you guys. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a combination of the word bra. Uh, like uh, a brassiere, sure. Oh, oh, I thought it was like when you see one of your friends, you're like, "What's up, bro?" Okay, maybe that too, because okay. he's a friend to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, the town Nyack in upstate New York. Oh, oh. And there's a famous brassiere uh, manufacturing huh. plant there. That's uh, when um, Joe Siegel and Jerry Schuster were up in Nyack. I'm remembering this story yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they needed to come up with a new villain, and they said their boss was like, you got five minutes, guys. Yeah. And they looked around, and they just like had a like, ton of sacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a a loose bra the there. I like that you, you took. I think you sort of whispered like, oh, into oh, the oh, microphone. Well, I don't want anybody. Uh, no, I guess it's a little uh, secret. so weird. I know you're when yeah. you're going to get creepy. Bra Nyack. Yeah. So that's how they came up with it. I remember yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that on Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, my God. Great. Wikipedia is actually a combination between two words. <laughs> yeah, which two words? <laughs> yeah. Tell us. WikiLeaks and... Uh, nobody knows. Oh. It's a mystery. Oh. Hmm. We'll find out on next week's episode. If you'd like to support us, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by and... We'll ask you some trivia, I guess. <laughs> Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Also at After Krypton for Krypton-related content. You can check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and more. Subscribe on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, or the app of your choice. And we'll see you after Krypton. Boop, boop. Space Wolverine. <laughs>